Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Kind of an impromptu last-minute guest for this evening, but um, always fun having him nevertheless. We'll get to him in a minute. Before we do, I'd like to talk to you about a new challenge that I've been doing this season, which is why I'm playing Dynasty Owner Fantasy Football this season. Dynasty Owner Fantasy Football unites the fun and excitement of fantasy football with the skill and strategy of the front office. Dynasty Owner is the only way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an NFL franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique challenge for diehard fantasy football fanatics. So go to dynastyowner.com forward slash rewind. Leagues are forming now. We've all been in a league where the winner just got lucky. If you're like me and know you're better than most, Dynasty Owner gives you the platform to prove it. Dynasty Owner favors skilled players who can manage a roster using real NFL salaries within the salary cap. It adds an entirely new level of strategy. So go to dynastyowner.com forward slash rewind. Validate your football skills. Again, that is dynastyowner.com forward slash rewind. Start your dynasty today. I want to take a minute and say thank you to dynastyowner.com. They were the first sponsor that ever believed in us. And we do appreciate all their support. So definitely go check them out. Give it a try. And uh, let's go around the horn here and welcome in Nate Christian. How you doing, Nate? I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for our surprise guest. Yes, as am I. And Porkman, how are we this evening? I'm doing good. Got bacon on the grill. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> pork, pork man's doing great. We got uh, Chev. How are you doing tonight, Chev? Oh, yeah, no, I've been hearing you. My thing backing up. My okay, he well. said Chevin. <laughs> I already did your intro. Yeah, we I'm already introduced you. Good. Good. <laughs> Chev, glad to have you. And, uh, so let's welcome in Garrett Price, returning to the Dynasty Rewind, not for the last time, I'm sure. But Garrett, welcome back. How are you this evening? Dude, I'm doing good. It's uh, It's been too long until I was I was literally like I was messing around on my phone and I was like, I wonder what their topic is tonight. And so I just messaged you guys. I was like, what are you, what, what are you guys talking about tonight? So <laughs> it uh, it worked out to be able to hop on. So I appreciate you guys having me last minute. Yeah, so Garrett, what, yeah, what happened was Garrett watched the kids yesterday so that he could hop on the podcast today. That's is what true. That was the sacrifice I made. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, Jenna had a girls night tonight. And so I was with Corey, which is great. I love the, the daddy daughter time. It's always fantastic. Um, what I did discover is that I am in fact the pushover parent because whatever she wants, she just gets. So um, it's going to be an interesting next 18 years for me that is for sure but anyway garrett welcome back um how are things going over at the dynasty nerds for you guys what are you up to over there dude things are going really really well uh we are 
more busy than than you could imagine. Uh, things are always going on uh, in, in in the best possible way, and uh, a lot of stuff, especially with the the GM tool lately, trying to make sure that all of the dynasty ranks are good as far as values go, but then also the contender ranks, which is really good for like trying to understand. If you're if you're really truly in it this year, if you're just kind of you know blowing smoke, or if it's a redraft team, you can use it uh, that tool for a redraft team as well. So uh, it makes it it makes it really nice. So yeah, that's that's been one of the biggest things uh, overall. But lots of lots of other things going on as well. That's great. Well, Garrett, you and the nerds killing it like always. Um, speaking of killing it, looks like we we did have a game last night, and that was Dolphins Jaguars. I think it was probably a little more lopsided than we expected. I don't want to speak for everybody else, but what do you guys think? Little, yeah, little low. yeah, to say the least, right? So, um, I guess we should just pay up. You know, we'll just kind of skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. This is what I think is slowly becoming Nate's favorite part of the show. So, Nate, out. why don't you go ahead and just <laughs> remind everybody? This was a bet that we made on Tuesday night's waiver wire live stream, which again you can find every Tuesday night on the Dynasty Rewind YouTube channel or the Dynasty Rewind Twitter slash Periscope. But Nate, why don't you remind everybody what that bet was? Yeah, I believe we said Keeling Cole over under. I think we might have said 12. I mean, it wouldn't have even mattered if it was 10 or 9. Um, or 6. And then DJ Chark <laughs> was out. And I, and I was like, oh, man, I'm on the wrong side of this bet. DJ Chark is out. Keeling Cole is going to eat. Nope, four receptions for uh, 43 yards. And uh, everybody else is taking shots. So Keelan Cole should have traded you when I had the chance, and I did not. So Nate, cheers to you. We'll find another bet then later on. <laughs> well, you know, Chris Conley, way to catch the ball last night, man. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, how about it? I mean, okay, so the one pass, yeah, Minchu. He just kind of floated up there doing his best Brett Favre impression. But Conley really made a good play on that. He could have had it, though. A so, lot of those he could have had. Oh, man, there's a lot more in there than I thought. Well, I'll drink all that. That's fine. It's Friday night. Um, so let's talk about some studs and duds. Fitzmagic was 18-20 to 20 for 160 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, seven rushes <laughs> for 38 yards and one touchdown. Um, he was definitely looking good and pork man, man, you, look at you. Pork man got the lazy internet again tonight. <laughs> well, uh, oh, that's Mitch. I the Mitch, I the thank you every month. I need to get perfect. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Linda, I believe that is, uh, yeah, that would be Linda. Lindellians, and she was on Tuesday night. Great time, as always. Lindellians. Definitely. Follow her on Twitter, on the Twitters. Um, how about another stud? What you guys think of Miles Gaskin? Garrett, what? I don't remember. Did we ever talk about Miles Gaskin? No, we didn't really think there was much of a reason to while I was on the show. Uh, but it, it's interesting. I think I think the, uh, the hype is going to supersede his actual ability. Uh, he's a good pass catcher, <laughs> and he's good outside of the tackle box, but he's not going to do much in between the tackles. I think he's just a... Hey, get me through the season. Get us through the season. We realize Jordan Howard and Breda are actually worse than we thought. So just just help us have some warm body in there. I think that's what we have going on here. 
Well, he was 22 carries for 66 yards, no touchdowns, five receptions for 29 yards. So definitely startable, serviceable. Um, But I did have an observation here. Jordan Howard on the season, 16 carries for 12 yards and three touchdowns. What do we even make of a stat line like that? He's the new Frank Gore. (laughs) Yeah. I I remember it was like week one of like – 2008 or something like that. I don't remember what season it was, but the first game of the year, Jerome Bettis had three rushing touchdowns and like three yards on the entire game. Uh, And I remember that was when I was like, I think this career is about over. (laughs) Hey, uh, so Mitch, another, he's a great viewer and listener of the show. He has a trade offer that he's torn on. And then he has James Robinson and he was offered Josh Kelly, Joshua Kelly in a 21 Second round pick is a 12 team half point PPR. What do you guys think? Garrett, you are the guest. Let's start with you because I don't know what you think about Joshua Kelly, but you might not be as high on him as we are, as Garrett likes to say. Uh, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably not because it sounds like you guys are super high. Uh, but I think Joshua Kelly is a nice player. Uh, his, his tape in college was meh. But he really improved his stock over the senior bowl. You could tell he was like getting in better shape as the season went on. He looked a lot more lean, a lot better. So I'm not surprised to see some of the things that he's doing right now. But I still don't know that he's ever going to have the job fully to himself. Uh, I think with that contract, Eckler's going to be there. Eckler's going to be getting uh, a lot of the, the passing down work and things like that. So at this point, it seems a little crazy, but I actually don't hate it. I'd ra- Well, I'd personally rather still have James Robinson, I think, than I would Kelly in the second. Okay. Um, what about you guys? I think Joshua Kelly might have better long-term safety value. Um, James Robinson seems replaceable. Chef, thoughts on this? I'm taking Josh Kelly in a second. Yeah, I mean, James Robinson, though, is he's just shown that he, he can get the job done. And I, I, I'm probably – if the second might be a little bit helpful this season, especially if a lot of people come out. Um, I'm probably going to roll with Josh Kelly in the 21 second too probably. Pork, Nate, what do you guys think? Go ahead, Pork. Yeah, I think <laughs> the way I'm seeing James Robinson play, I don't see him losing his his uh, his job. So I think I'm going to go with the James Robinson part. All right. And uh, James Robinson last night, Nate, was 11 carries, 46 oh, yards, man. two touchdowns, six receptions for 83 yards, no touchdowns there, but more than a serviceable night. Which side are you on? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so – I'm going to uh, play it up to the situation. If I think I'm a contender this year, if I think I'm going for the chip, I'm keeping James Robinson. Mm-hmm. He's got no competition in that backfield. Um, Chris Thompson gets some of those receptions in the two-minute drill, but otherwise it's James Robinson's show back there. So if I'm going for the championship, I'm keeping James Robinson. If it doesn't look like I'm a top contender in that league, I'm going to take Josh Kelly for the long-term value in the 21 second. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a pretty fair deal either way. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Um, he did look good, but I'm still long-term. We're just going to go ahead and take Josh Kelly. That's me personally. Um, dud of the night, Gardner Minshew was 30-42, 275 yards, no touchdowns, one interception, three carries for 22 yards, no touchdowns, and he did lose a fumble as well. And Porkman, unfortunately, his bionic computer kicked him off the stream. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, guy can't catch a break with the internet i guess did he just get fired over did we just hire garrett back 
I mean, maybe I was I was looking at the sheet and then I looked up and there was four people. So <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, and of of course, Mitch will give you the feedback anytime. My wife checking in when she's supposed to be out having girls Nate. Hi, honey, how you doing? Cody says, "Don't disrespect the bus." Cody, no one cares what you think. Frank, how are you today? Thank you for always watching. And a good friend of the show, Detroit Beastie, saying, "Hey, hey, boys, nice to see you here." Um, and Frank also agrees for this year. Take the points, Robinson. I agree, but um, could be your place. So that's a. Do you guys have any other duds for the night? I mean, Parker, and he was good. Uh, Preston Williams was, hamstring, he was pretty good. Yeah, Preston Williams got a touchdown because he only had the one catch, but he also had a touchdown, so um, all serviceable. But any other uh, duds for you guys? The dud of the week is going to go to Pork Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted him to say this by himself, but Pork Man had the winning lineup to win like eight, seven or eight oh, G's. Oh my god! And he changed it to Gaskin and somebody else, and he. he he lost. So Porkman could have definitely used a brand new computer and some new Wi-Fi. I want to also say this, a very astute observation from our audience. Minshew played as well as Porkman's internet. Um, spot on, Cody. Spot I just want to say, I mean, Minshew didn't look great last night, but his team did not help him out at all. Yeah, I'm going to go offensive ahead. line. I mean, that ejection... Yeah, like the dude's just trying to get up. I I don't know. I don't. Um, and you it. see how valuable Shark really is in that offense. Yeah. They had nobody to take the top off. They weren't they weren't afraid of anything deep at all. They were they were playing real shallow, playing real soft. They they weren't afraid of getting beat deep at all. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, like they even had the time to sit and take a deep shot. I mean, they had to take a lot of short passes, and Miami was ready for that. They were that's, mm-hmm. that was their game plan. Yeah. Miami looked good for sure. Uh, Fitzpatrick holding Tua off another week. No one's scared um, of DJ um, Chris Conley or Keeling Cole after the catch. Yeah. No. yeah. You know what I'm surprised? No. Throughout all this, they're still not getting D.D. Westbrook involved. It's Last night was the first bit. time he played in a while. Yeah. First offensive yeah. snap. The last two years, he's had over 100 targets. And this wow. year, he's not even relevant. I think he's a trade candidate. To a team in the NFL, I mean, somewhere, right? Someone in got in my mentions last night. They said, uh, trade him to New England for a sixth. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. We get to play there. Okay. Yeah. Um, the hey, away. so real quick, going back to Mitch's comment before, James Robinson, is he a buy, sell, hold for you guys? What are you doing if you have him? Or is that dependent on team makeup and if you're contending? Yeah. I'd probably say, I mean, hold. if you're tanking, you, I'll probably sell him if you're tanking. Yeah. Yeah. I think right now you can get a you first for him. I think. Good. You, I think you can get a 2021 first by someone who's a contender. Yeah. And so if you're not looking for this year, I like James Robinson, but I'm not sure what his future holds with that team in a what looks like a total rebuild. So if I'm not contending this year, I'd probably sell him for a first and hope for the best. If I'm contending, I'm definitely keeping him. I'm not trying to get rid of him. He's okay. doing too well. I, I'm personally a very big fan of him. I'm trying to hold on. But the good news is this is a situation where – you picked him up off the waivers or maybe very worst case scenario, you drafted him in the fifth. So no matter what, like you're, you're getting an upgrade from waiver wire, fifth round pick to first, second, whatever. So automatically, no matter what happens, it's, it's really a a win-win situation. So can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I got lucky in one of my leagues. 
I did a startup this summer and I didn't mean to, but I ended up going zero running back, which is not something I usually try to do, but there was just a lot of value falling. And my running sometimes. backs ended up being Zach Moss, Josh Kelly, and James Robinson. Worked out. And it's actually not been too bad. I've been pretty happy with it. There you go. That would be true if Zach Moss was playing this week. And that leads us to our injuries segment. Zach Moss is out. I saw you guys in the group text. You said he has a, a foot injury, toe, toe injury, toe. Okay. Toe, like, yeah. All right. Well, he's out. Julio Jones is potentially out. Uh, as of right now, they're saying he could play, but he's potentially out. So Devontae Adams is uncertain. He's listed as doubtful. Um, so if you're not going to be able to check your roster Sunday morning, take him out now. Jimmy Garoppolo's out. Nick Mullins will start. Brashad Perryman and Jamison Crowder are out. So the Jets receiving core just keeps taking a hit. Uh, George Kittle is out. A.J. Brown is out. Henry Ruggs is out. Cam Akers is out. Michael Thomas is out. Sammy Watkins is in the concussion protocol, but he already did all his fantasy protection for the season. And Tyrod Taylor is out with a lung puncture. Uh, we all heard about that story. So Justin Herbert is to start. Now, this is what I want to talk to you guys about. And obviously, you can all go back to any of this stuff. Is this for the long term now? Is Justin Herbert now the guy in L.A.? Did this team doctor force Anthony Lynn's hand here? <laughs> sort of. Sort of. A punctured lung is not not much to play with. So I would yeah. say yes. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, he looked good. Yeah, I mean, it was uh- it's ex- extremely unfortunate, but for Herbert to come out there and throw for 300 yards, it was just outrageous, especially with no first-team reps in practice or anything. So He, he just mean, won Tyrod rookie of the week. Had, yeah, and, and Tyrod, to his – well, to Herbert's defense, Tyrod didn't even look good week one. All he did was just throw uh, nine routes to Mike Williams all day and hand the ball off to Josh Kelly and Eckler. Uh, Herbert made Eckler fantasy relevant because he was actually throwing him the ball. So I would rather have Herbert in there to make the whole team better instead of Tyrod just trying to throw the ball to Michael Williams the whole time. Yeah. Also, Tyrod Taylor did not target Josh Kelly at all in the past game, but Justin Herbert Mm-mm. did. So yes. it looks like it's a bit more fair of a split. I believe Mike Williams had like a 36% target share with Tyrod Taylor's quarterback. And in week two is more equal between all of the offensive weapons there. Um, So I think it's better. I mean, it's better for everybody involved, let alone Justin Herbert versus Tyrod Taylor, just the entire offense. Yeah. Um, So 50 Shades of Drunk has a good comment here. He took the defending Super Bowl champs to OT. If Burrow did that, we would never hear the end of it. Uh, Great point. I don't know what you guys are feeling, but I feel like the fantasy community, specifically the dynasty community, um, they're a little down on Herbert for some reason. Say they don't believe in him. I heard somebody say he's just the next Blake Bortles, um, which I don't think so. Right. I think he's better than Bortles ever was. I'm a fan, um, but I want to. I didn't want to know Garrett's take. I know sometimes he's not on high as guys as we are. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on Justin <laughs> Herbert, Garrett? I actually really like Justin Herbert. Right, cool. uh, I have him in we a couple agree. leagues. Uh, I think. I think he's a very. When you look at raw ability. He's got it all. It, the the thing that he really struggled with was his consistency. And so if he can really kind of level things out, even things out a little bit, he's obviously got quite a few weapons to work with, which is good as well. So I'm, I'm a fan. I, I think that he will uh, – I think he's going to be a good quarterback for the foreseeable future. Okay. 
Um, Derek is saying, according to the GM, they hate him. Don't understand why. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why they draft him in the first round. Um, or maybe he's saying the coaching staff hates him. Is a possibility. Yeah, I mean, Lynn's comments weren't the nicest, but I think that was more to like back up his boy Taylor. Yeah, and that's great that you yeah. want to show support for for Tyrod. Oh, Dynasty GM, he said. Oh, okay. Dynasty GM. Yeah. Uh, it depends if it's on the contender or the uh, the um, Dynasty. So on contender, he's not worth anything at the moment, uh, but he will be here soon now that he's a starter uh, in in one QB and Superflex will go up quite a bit here any minute now honestly mm-hmm. but uh in in dynasties always had pretty good value on there hey question for hey, you Garrett. guys real quick nate then we'll get to you if you have herbert are you starting him anywhere i am against carolina I am. Yeah. yeah my options are that in one league or kirk cousins and cousins boned me in a lot of places last week so i'm starting <laughs> herbert um, yeah. but nate what was your question for garrett i just wanted to ask garrett how did you guys let me get the number one contender team in the Nerds Campus to Canton League. Did you get the number one? I had the number one contender team because my quarterbacks are Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Gardner Minshew. That's that's why right there he said, look, F the future, F them kids. I'm getting I'm getting the guys to win right now. You know what? Who needs quarterbacks when you have Zeke, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and go. Jonathan Taylor? Ooh. I'm trying to remember one of those one of those uh leagues I bombed. Like I just looked back and I was like, what was I doing? And it might it, I don't remember if it was the nerds one or there was another one where I just uh it just did not go well. So it might that might be that league. Yeah, I have a couple of leagues. I like there's a league that Chev and I are in a 14 team league together. And I was looking at my 12 team league that I started this this uh, over the summer, and my 14 team league is better than my 12 team league. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Funny how that works sometimes. Also, uh, what you heard was the closest you'll ever get to hearing Garrett Price curse. That's probably uh, true. Yeah, he just doesn't do it. But Garrett, <laughs> you're a beautiful man, and we love you because of it. So um, do you guys want to touch on any of these injuries? Is there anything that sticks out to you? Um, the Devonte Adams one is a little concerning to me, just with that Packers wide receiving core. Um, does that? I think actually – so I don't want to steal this from you, Chev, because one of your – your starts of the week here. Um, we'll, we'll kind of tie into that in a minute, so I'll skip on that. Um, how are we feeling about the 49ers offense with Jimmy Garoppolo out, wide receiver core the way it is, and now their their defensive line took just massive hit last week. I mean, how are we feeling about the 49ers? It's, it's yeah, that, that says it all. <laughs> you can't be feeling good. Yeah, it's like you don't know. Like I feel bad for them, honestly. And it, it didn't even start like the regular season. It started during training camp. Like everybody was just getting hurt, just dropping like flies. And then like now it's like how you, you lost half of your D line, you lost both of your running backs, you lost your starting quarterback. It's like if they get through this, then it's definitely really good coaching. But yeah, I mean, like, I do think. I mean, seeing that my my greasy take of the week last week panned out. But I mean, I don't know how long that's going to last. Like, if you get cracked again, he's going to be missing in action. You know, Porkman, that's actually that's a, a good. Let's um, let's skip ahead to that right here because you brought that up. So your greasy take of last week was that Jordan Reed would be a tight end one on the week. We all thought that was foolish. Yet Jordan Reed goes out and on eight targets, he has seven catches for fifty yards and two touchdowns. Like. Look. 
<laughs> Were you pulling I that? Mean, I mean, yes and no. It's it's more of <laughs> I was I really did, but <clears throat> it's more of you know Jordan Reed didn't know the system, and there's no other pass catchers out there. So who the hell is Jimmy Garoppolo going to throw the ball to? So I mean, he got out there and he did his thing, and I'm so I'm guessing it may be more of the system. Maybe they like to target the tight end, and Jordan Reed still has a little bit of talent left in him. And showed last week. Do you have a greasy take for this week? I do, and it's actually for the same team, and this is more of a stretch. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to say that Nick Mullins could be a QB1 this week going against the Giants defense. Mullins. Going to who? <laughs> Brandon Ayuk. Jordan Reed. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> Actually, is Ayuk active to have has or was he on he, IR? I, I believe he played last week. Okay. I didn't get to check mistaken. on that. All right. Um, so that's Greece, uh Pork Band's greasy take of the week. Nick Mullins is going to be a quarterback one versus the Giants, or could be. Um, hey, Justin has a question here and he wants to know if I could get it to come up there. Uh, that sounds like a personal problem. Is sitting Clyde Edwards Alaire against Baltimore for CD Lamb against Seattle completely crazy? Baltimore is number one against the run. Seattle is number 32 against the pass. They also do not have much of a pass rush either. Bruce Irvin, I believe, went on injured reserve with a knee injury, if I'm correct mm-hmm. about that. So um, yeah. what do you guys think? Chev, let's start with you. Are you, I mean, it is – and that's hard too because that's a Monday night game. So, yeah, yeah you know what I mean? That's That Baltimore defense is tough. By the way, this is, this is a Monday night game I am definitely looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, this is the primetime game that you want to watch. Make sure you got Monday off. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I actually CEH was actually my one of my sits for this week, and I really do love him. I think he's a great player, but I think even though he's a good pass catcher, I think they're gonna be throwing it to their wide receivers and tight ends more than they're gonna be dumping it off. I mean, I just think it makes sense. Uh the Ravens are such a good team. Nate knows that for sure. He's got the lamp to prove it. But, I mean, this is just going to be a freaking dogfight, man. I cannot wait to watch this game. I think the Kansas City's defense is a little bit better than people say they are too. So, I think it's going to be a pretty pretty good uh, little dogfight here, boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you buy you guys? Uh, are we going <clears> to <throat> sit out the only running back taken in the first round against that vaunted Baltimore defense? That defense is nasty. It's definitely a hard decision. I was watching NFL Network, and they said that I – mean, <laughs> As far as this one analyst for NFL Network said, it's the only time a Monday Night Football game has ever been between the number one power ranked team and the number two power ranked team. Really? So this is quite the matchup in prime time. Ooh. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a Super Bowl matchup because they're both from the AFC, but it's right. it's the two best teams in the NFL right now, especially with the 49ers and all their injuries. So I get it. I mean, I watch the Ravens defense every week and they are good. Their secondary is really good, and this year they, you know, worked hard to make sure their run defense was good as well. I'm probably also going to sit Clyde just because I, I agree with Chev. I think they're going to be throwing to Kelsey a lot. I think the wide receivers, wide receivers, will see a lot of targets. I don't know if they're going to be dumping it off as much as we'd like to hear. Yeah, and Jordan has a good point. So too early in the season, who is the worst pass defense last year? You guys know they're like ranked. They're ranked number one this year. I can't remember exactly who the team is though. 
I don't know off the top of my head. I'll look it up. Oh, it was um, uh, the Panthers. Hmm. So they were the worst pass defense of last year, and now they're the first best pass defense. So, hmm. like you said, it's too early to really see that. But the Ravens defense is for real. That's, yeah. that's the truth. Hey, uh, Derek has a question. Garrett, I'm going to put this one on you. Do you think <laughs> Jeff Wilson will have a solid week? And I'm asking you because there's a couple places where I might start him out of necessity. And I think that's where you're starting him. I don't think you're necessarily getting rid of somebody else you would normally start. But if you're if you're stuck in a pinch, we know that that he's been used frequently on the goal line over the course of his career. So the odds of him getting some touches inside the five seem pretty good in my opinion. Uh, but you're you're not starting him over somebody that is normally you know a wide receiver two or three or a running back two or something like that. It's dang, I had. Adams and I had Moster and I had you know you're missing a couple guys and you're like I need somebody that I think is going to get at least ten carries and hopefully two of those are inside the five I think that's kind of what you're expecting so the ceiling is not very high but I think he has a, an okay mm-hmm. floor. So I have a question for all you guys here and I want to see what your thoughts are on this. This is a little bit of I need somebody in strategy. So DJ Chark went out, um, so I needed somebody in my flex spot. Uh, the guy I'm playing against this week in my Yahoo League has. Mostert. So I went ahead and I grabbed McKinnon off waivers. And I think that accomplishes two things. One, I have a flex play and two, it blocked my opponent from getting McKinnon. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling about McKinnon this week? Could be a good check down guy for uh, Mullins, but you think he's startable? What do you guys think? I think he's yeah. definitely startable, <clears throat> especially with people, definitely PPR leagues, which should be playing PPR anyway. Um, he's definitely um, definitely a start for me, for sure. Yeah, I like McKinnon as well. I like McKinnon more than Wilson, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Especially so because I. most people play in PPR leagues. Yeah. So, I mean, McKinnon only needs a couple catches to probably outperform Wilson. Also, we all saw that third and 31. And <laughs> oh, that was great. The, just need one of those and then so a couple slow. catches. And you got a great flex play. Great. You mean, I think he could very easily against a Giants defense that's not that great be a running back too. I mean, I think that's pretty simple. It's pretty easy for him to get to this week. So Oklahoma Doug, who does our uh, IDP waiver wire show, he's got an interesting fact here. Mahomes only one completion of 20 plus yards this season. Is that true? I believe so. And those are touchdown at Tyree Hill. I mean, that's crazy when you're thinking you were talking about, um, Patrick Mahomes also pops. Uh, this is Pops Nooney. He has two sons on the show, <laughs> Chev and Porkman. Uh, Pops checking in, saying, hey, "Hey, Pops, thank you for your support." Checking in Pops. all the time. Go uh, pay Porkman's Wi-Fi bill, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, First of hey. all, I had to update my computer. You clown. <laughs> all right, I fixed it. Um, heaven forbid we update our computer before the podcast. Um, <laughs> hey, I was busy. I got kids, bro. I'm trying to get this stuff together. So, you know, when you turn it off and turn it back on, it updates itself. But Jake Trowbridge says McKinnon is a fridge running back one. I don't care. Check out Jake over at Drinking and Talking Fantasy, which is probably what he's doing right now, drinking and talking fantasy on this live stream. Um, (laughs) Hey, Crossbridges3 wants to know, do you trust Will Fuller this week? I don't ever trust Will Fuller, but what do you guys think? We could just nod our heads. Nope. No, No. Garrett. Mm. Garrett. (laughs) No, I mean – Eric can't even meanly nod his head no. He's just like the nicest guy. 
Uh, it's 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 always upside with Will Fuller. If you need upside, you put in Will Fuller. If you need safety, don't touch him. Okay. Hey, Mitch wants to know, you got to start four of these five guys. Okay. Eckler, Mixon, Jay <laughs> Robinson, Montgomery, McKinnon. I am, I'll just give you one of my starts of the week. I am not putting Montgomery on my bench. He's just too good right now. I'm definitely uh, starting Robinson for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's good. He's this. I think he'll get probably roughly like 30 points, give or take. Close. Um, <laughs> I think I for me, it's a combination of picks and picking between Mixon and McKinnon. Uh, that's tough I would, because I like Mixon, but Philadelphia Eagles have a good run defense. Yeah, but I would say Mixon just because you know he's going to get all the work. I don't think – I mean, I don't know. Not Bernard has – He doesn't get all the work, yeah, because Bernard comes in and steals yeah. catcher from him. Then maybe I would take McKinnon just because I think McKinnon's going to make more opportunity out of limited touches than Mixon will. I get it, but I mean, I don't like Joe Mixon, but can you really sit Joe Mixon for McKinnon? I was about to say the same thing, man. I can. You, I'm you have him in the second round or end of the first, and you're gonna bench him for a guy you probably just picked up on waivers. Hey, I'm yeah. not saying it's not gonna be. It can. It could be great. But that is really hard to do. If you don't like Mixon that much, go trade him to somebody. I mean, if you're not going to play him, you might as well find a new home for him and get something back. Yeah. In that case, just start Eckler then, if you're not sure. There you go. Start Piran. Yeah, start Piran. I'm also starting him in like two weeks, two leagues again, out of of necessity. (laughs) I Um, need to know who's winning that bet right now. It's got to be Latavius Murray, right? (laughs) I don't know. He is. Does Piran even have yards? <laughs> Piran has some yards, but Lat Murray is Murray. Like he yeah. has not looked good though this year. <laughs> He's caught some um, passes though. Yeah. So Justin Wright wants to know concerns about Josh Jacobs's injury. No hip. No. I think, right. I think he's okay. Be um, fine. He played through a cracked shoulder last year. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Tough dude. Tough dude. Let's see here. Okay. All right, uh, Johnny wants to know if you're ready for an ass whooping this week, Chev. Just kidding. He's got a 12% chance. <laughs> oh, boy, Johnny, I'm about to clap your cheeks this week. You better relax, son. Speaking of that, Chev, I'll play you in our Yahoo League and that full IDP League this week. I have Christian McCaffrey and Kittle down, which sucks. Look, I, I just want to tell you guys that if you're planning on clapping cheeks, I want you to know that 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. What's so funny, Pork Man? Uh, I, I know where you go with this. I just you need know. to know. But there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you confidence booth through body imagery. The ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower, whatever floats your boat. Unless Pork Man's delivering at the water, He'll dump water all over you while you manscape. That's fine. Just let me know. I'll set that up for you. They've also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. Does anyone pluck their eyebrows? No, I don't. Um, 
On their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if you catch you sniffing yourself, Shevin. So go to manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of the show will get 20% off for free shipping with the code PORK20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code pork20 it's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk there it is in case anybody was wondering where the front trunk was so garrett i'm sorry that i had to do that to you uh but right. we gotta gotta pay the bills right so hey we, um, we do we do manscaped commercials too it's all right <laughs> who's are yeah. better huh who's are better uh yours got your guys's are definitely better because rich can't help himself he just gets real nasty <laughs> <laughs> I try to Albert. try to keep it a little proof. And yes, Derek, Wooder proof. If you live in uh, Eastern Pennsylvania or New Jersey, Wooder. Uh, it's Wooder, not water. And we don't have creeks around here. We have cricks. And it is not a submarine or a hero or a grinder. It is a hoagie. In case you're wondering. Hey, real so, quick, uh, I looked. Sure. So Lamichael P. Ryan is at 1.7 points currently, and Latavius Murray <laughs> is at 10.1. So, oh god, that's close. That's close. So you guys smell that comeback? <laughs> also, Garrett, we have never settled on payment of that bet. Uh, whatever you want, man. Uh, I guess well, we'll just a shot. Sure. So I know you don't really drink a whole lot. So if you don't want to do a shot, you could you no, know use your shot. Okay. All right. So I believe Sean, we also have a go uh, mixing Miles Sanders bet going on still. Oh, uh, do we have a mixing Sanders bet? I believe Garrett and I are both on the Mixon side, and uh, Mike and maybe somebody else is on the Sanders side. I'm on the Sanders right. side. Okay. I will say this. Um, aside from that fumble on the first drive last week, Sanders looked pretty good. He did. So, he had a good week. Yeah. I thought. I really thought that they would limit him, but um, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> they need him. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, also, did I mention Devonta Freeman signed with the New York Giants, or did they – did I mention that on the live stream last, on Tuesday? Last one. Okay. All right, good. So we already yeah. talked about that. Um, so let's talk about some starts and sits for week three. Chev, you got some good ones on the sheet here. I'm going to start with you, whoever you want to start with. Yeah, so the Monday night football game, Sammy Watkins is out. Fire up my boy, Nicole Hardman. I am just going to throw it out there. I don't know why. I got a nice feeling that he's going to get a deep ball, uh, maybe two or three. Who knows? But that Baltimore defense is tough. But if you can get one and get him in the end zone, that's going to be real nice for your fantasy team. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to get like seven catches for 150 yards and two tutties, but I can see him having a nice game for what his value is. Yeah. Can we slide a question in here real quick? Slide yeah. it on in. That's what we're here for. Justin wants to know, with Julio out, and he did later uh, correct with Julio questionable, do you think Todd Gurley will see some passing work? If so, is he worth starting over OBJ? For me, I feel like when you bench OBJ for somebody else, that's the week he goes off. Yeah. I, uh, I have a heart. Who do the Browns play this week, Garrett? Washington. Uh, I can't sit OBJ. No. no. Although I will say that, I mean, Washington's defensive line is good, but Baker is mobile enough that he can get outside the pocket. I mean, that is a tough call. I'm probably – what are your other running backs if this is your conundrum? That's what I want to know. 
Like this, see, see, this to me seems like a really good problem to have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who do I start, Todd Gurley or, or OBJ? Um, I'm, pr oh. I'm probably starting OBJ. I mean, watching the Atlanta game, I'm looking at the game. I'm like, well, where, where the hell is Todd Gurley at? He's not in the game. I mean, like, what, <clears throat> you pay him all this money. You're supposed to be running, giving him the ball and passing downs and first and second down. And they have Hill in the game and they have Edo Smith in the game. Yeah. So I'm not too sure what their philosophy is. I don't know if they're trying to save him like McVeigh was or what, but right now I'm I'm a little bit nervous about Gurley. So this is a smash OBJ for me. Okay. All right. You guys we all in agreement there? I mean, I'm starting Drew Sample over Ty Gurley and Scott Fish, so <laughs> I'm I'm rolling the dice. <laughs> well, I like I'll tell you who else is rolling the dice. this sample. Pop. <laughs> Pops wants to say that he's predicting he will win in both his leagues, not going to lose by less than a point anymore. Prayers appreciated still. Sorry, Pops, if you're playing Chev, I got I to gotta pray for Chev here, man. That's the way I got to go. Uh, Fifty Shades of Drunk is saying OBJ is garbage. It's kind of a crappy way to look at it. If you yeah, He's will, number two. If you will. And uh, Justin wants to know, Henry Kamara Jacobs in a roulette league. First of all, someone's got to tell me what a roulette league is. No idea. No idea. Sure. Um, then we're just going to go. We'll take the best two. We know Henry and Kamara are healthy, so let's just go there. If it's just one, Kamara always PPR upside. So um, Phil wants to say, Garrett is so uncomfortable, LOL. Yeah, it's um, a really uncomfortable chair. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like every, pod every podcast Garrett goes on, like they find a way to make him feel uncomfortable. So welcome, Garrett. Glad you're here, man. I did. I did miss Garrett. I was just. I was saying pork man a while ago. I miss Garrett. Love all you guys, but miss seeing Garrett smile every week. So, um, glad that you can make I it told back. Him on. That, I told him that. Uh, was that yesterday on Facebook? Yeah, on like, Facebook. Oh, and here it is, right in front of us. Yeah. Um, Porkman. Porkman, you got to start for us this week. Ah, I don't right now. Let me think about something. I'm gonna go with Nate, and then I'm gonna get one for you. Nate, you got to start this week. I'll go with Nate. I'm the host. Yeah. I'll move it along. <laughs> Hayden Hurst. <laughs> Starting Hayden Hurst. Uh, Julio Jones is out, looks like. So it's going to be Gage. It's going to be Hurst. It's going to be Ridley. And, I mean, you can't ask for much more of the tight end than uh, Hayden Hurst this week. Well, somebody didn't look at the Google Doc because Hayden Hurst was one of my starts of the week. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> that's <laughs> but that's Nate. okay. Um, I'm high on Hayden Hurst. He finally came through for me last week. Um, Garrett, do you have anybody that you would definitely start this week? Yeah, if I'm in a if I'm in a deeper league, especially with all these injuries, I don't hate starting Michael Pittman Jr. this week. Paris Campbell's going to be out. Uh, I think he could be a good. I think he could be a good play this week. Okay, I'm sorry. Who did you, I, my headphones were a little crappy. There. Michael Pittman Jr. Okay, receiver for the Colts. What about Zach Pascal? I don't hate him. I, I mean, apparently I he slides it. into the slot role there. Um, I think hopefully my stats are correct here. Three catches, 19 yards, not much, but a touchdown. Um, he'll get more work this week. Also, prayers up to Paris Campbell, man. Love that oh, guy. That really want him to get better and come back and ball out. So um, my sure. start of the week, one of my starts of the week, Devin Singletary versus the Rams uh, with Zach Moss out. Singletary is probably going to get all the work. I know TJ Yeldon's still there, but is he nah. really? Like he'll, He's not there. He'll, He's he'll be there. suited up, but <laughs> yeah, he's like, is he, he any? Is he anything? Be gone. So, okay. Porkman, you got anybody yet? 
Yeah, I got one. Um, seeing that Anthony Barr is out this week, my start of the week is Johnu Smith. He's going to destroy that linebacking core. I love Johnu. It's outrageous. He's the week one when I saw him catch that ball and he was just fast. I was like, yo, he's looks. He's probably the fastest person on that team. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. So yeah, John Johnu is he's locked and loaded this week. He's going to be. I think believe right now he's a tight end one. So I yeah. think he's going to continue that. If Derrick Henry ever got injured, I would say that they should play John New Smith at running back before <laughs> over Derrick Evans. Evans. He yes, lined I up agree. there too, so yeah, he it's did. A possibility. He's um, an athlete. Heck, he should not be a tight end. Screens, man. The guy destroys on screens. Yeah, yeah he does. It's just in his thing. You steal a player from your opponent if you win in roulette. Also, these are my oh, other running backs before. when you answered that. Okay, yeah. All right, cool. Now we know what it is. Um, Will Harris, Big Willie style from True North Fantasy Football, hey. checking in. Never fear. Willie is here. It's all good now. Uh, <laughs> way better than Dawson Knox. <laughs> yeah, way better than Dawson Knox. So, uh, all right. Um, anybody hurt. else have anybody else that they want to start? I mean, uh, Chev, I see you got a couple more here. So, yeah, I think uh, that Pitts, or sorry, not Pittsburgh, the Packers versus the Saints game. Uh, with Devontae Adams out, I really think Aaron Jones showed last week what he's capable of, and I think he's going to have another repeat performance like he did last week. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a, a sit moment too where you're going to have to maybe be careful of playing him as well. Losing Devontae Adams is a big deal. Not exactly sure who they're going to throw in at tight end this week. You never know who's going to be there. And their other wide receivers, you guys didn't want to pick them up at any point this season. So, I mean, if you had to pick up one, um, it had to be old the uh, Lizard King. So, uh, but I just I just don't see. Um, I see Aaron Jones having a good week, and I see Aaron Rodgers maybe having a down week. But they're still gonna probably still win. I'm guessing, even that should okay. be a good game too. Um, so for me, I, I really love David Montgomery versus Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Last week, 16 carries for 82 yards, um, no touchdowns there, but three catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. So in, in that same game, I think Mitch Trubisky is a sneaky start this week as well, uh, especially especially in Superflex. But there might even be one QB situations where you would actually consider it on the year. I believe he's the QB 14, uh, which is crazy. And yeah, Atlanta, you're going to get opportunities to chuck the football. So sneaky well, play. I'm going to tell you this right now. He better ball out because I was bouncing stuff off of you guys yesterday. And Sean said that I should start Trubisky over Fitzpatrick in one league as that was my option. So uh, Sean Trubisky better ball out. I got a question for Garrett here. Speaking of Trubisky, Garrett, All right, here we go. would you rather have starting this week for you, Trubisky or Carson? Wentz? Ooh, I'm sorry. Your, your mic cut out, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me, let me check my, uh, let me check my fantasy pros rankings here. See, I actually do think I have Trubisky over Wentz. My God. Can't believe this is happening. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's I have him. I have him two spots ahead of once. It's not. It's not like Trubisky is having like great complete games. Like if you watch the whole game, he still looks like garbage for sure. But he just, <laughs> but he's still for sure. You talk about Carson Wentz. It's crazy. I'm no, talking about no, Mitch. I'm not saying Mitch Trubisky is like a great quarterback. No, no, no. This fantasy. isn't at you, Garrett. <laughs> this is that this is that Chevin and Nate for all okay. all the hate throughout the week in this group chat. I'm this tired is the of last it. week Carson's a starter. 
for what I predicted in my bold predictions. So this yeah, is last week to start. So you better get not, ready for the Jared. hurt train, baby. That's you're going to lose point. your money. Yeah, you're going to be hurt because you're going to be losing money. That's what's Speaking of losing money, Pork, why don't you tell everybody? Oh what my, I don't want to. I don't want to bring that up. <laughs> no, let's up. Let's not bring that God. up. Man. Yo, oh. Garrett, I'm so mad right now, dog. Nate, <laughs> Nate, we we need a bet. I got I got a bet for you. Okay. All right, so we were talking about the uh, Packers-Saints game. It's going to be a really good game. It's Sunday Night Football, right? Mm-hmm. So we're all going to be watching so we can all you know, keep our eyes on this bet. A.J. Dillon. Nope. Oh. The incredible oh. wide receiver slash punt returner, Deontay Harris. Michael oh, Thomas is okay. out. Michael like Thomas this. is out. So Deontay Harris is going to be the wide receiver three there. We'll see if Sanders okay. even shows up this week. Um mm-hmm. So right now on Sleeper, let's see, what league am I in? I am in a half PPR league, and he is projected for six fantasy points. Half PPR. That's a stretch. I go um, under. Under. It's just going to be all, PPR, Al- that's all Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Now, as long as you, and I love myself from Deontay. Does uh does special teams account in this uh, scoring, sir? Only if he gets a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Chef, that's that's I'll, Taysom, I'll that's Taysom Hill touchdown. I'll take the over. Gary, right, you want in on this? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll join in. I'm I'm really struggling because that feels about right. Um. Well, that so did Keelan Cole. I, I'm gonna take. <laughs> uh, I will take the. Under, I'm gonna take the under on that. Okay, all right. I'm gonna. I don't even think he got that this past week. Uh, no, he actually uh, this past week he got looks he like five points, like about five and a half. I was gonna say he only got like two targets in the game, and I expect oh. them to get Sanders more involved and Cook more involved. So yeah, I believe I'm he had a sweep under. as well. I believe he had a run play. Yeah. He okay. Did. And Traquan looked good last week too, which is Traquan looked really good. He did. Yeah, especially after the catch, he looked strong. Very, right. very strong. Well, I'm going over, so Chev and I are going over. Okay. Deontay Harris is going to get a touchdown. It'd be easy six points Ooh. right there. All right. Special teams. Put touchdown. it on the board. All right, Sean, put it on the board. Um, the, so do we want to do this? Like, since we're doing the live stream Tuesdays and we do um, this on Friday, do we want to do like a weekend bet, then we pay up on Tuesday, then we do a Thursday net a bet that we pay up on Friday? Sure. All you the more drinking yeah. is better. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, I like it. Justin has another question. McLaurin against Cleveland or CD against Seattle? McLaurin against Cleveland. Cleveland, one of their cornerbacks is out. The other one's questionable. McLaurin's out. Ward is questionable. I know, but CD in that Seattle defense is not what it used to be. But there's, oh, that is a tough one. I think Seattle this week, I think it's going to be Gallup's game to finally break out this year. Finally, get those points I've been expecting of him because the first two weeks have been rough for Michael Gallup. So this is the week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with McLaurin just because he is the best receiver on the. On, ooh, I almost said uh, he's the best receiver in Washington, whereas CD will be the best wide receiver in Dallas, but he's not there yet. So um, always start your studs, is what they say, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, Phil has another question: Watson versus Pittsburgh. Rodgers versus New Orleans, Wentz versus Cincinnati. Pick one. Um, I'm probably going to go Rodgers. If you Rogers. could, Rodgers been hot. 
if Jeff Driscoll is on your waiver wire, I would start Jeff Jeff Driscoll over all of those. You know, I'm going to show Rodgers. Even though I think this is Wentz's last game to start. It's not. But but okay. Shut your mouth. He will have a good game this week against Cincinnati. <laughs> and then he might suffer a pinky toe injury. Just saying. Oh, now, now you're wishing injuries on my players. I said pinky right. toe, man. That's right. nothing right. serious. No, the pinky take, toe is crucial. I'm going to take the show Watson there. <laughs> all right. I, I guess I would go uh, Rodgers. Um, Fifty Shades wants to know Flex Dallas Goddard or Michael Gallup. Goddard. Gallup. Yeah, Goddard. Goddard. So. Gallup. Gallup. Flex Singletary no. or Gurley. Singletary. Ooh. Both trash. Singletary. Right. I don't know. I guess I will go Singletary because there's. I will go Singletary because there's no no uh, moss this week. Yeah, I'd take Singletary as well. Yeah, okay. I'd take Singletary. All right. Okay. Um. So, does anyone have anything else? Start sits before we move on. No. I don't know. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, oh, I do have one start. I gotta go with my boy Nate's guy. He's so freaking good. Um. Deontay Johnson's too good. I, Ooh, he's a yeah. must start every week. It's outrageous. He's the real, the real number one in Pittsburgh. Told you guys. Uh, <laughs> I believe you. I, I know Portman's got a lot of Deontay uh, Johnson chairs because of me. So I have him I nowhere, and it bums me out. And we and we we uh, <laughs> we messed up in dynasty owner because we got Deontay Johnson dumb early and got no running backs. <laughs> I'm glad we got James Robinson. Yeah, but I say we got they got James, man. We're good. Nate, uh, I don't know. Uh, Garrett, how is your team looking? I haven't oh, paid attention to your team. Trash. But... I'm on one. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the first week he was so bad. The first week was really bad. <laughs> I got I got Jonathan Taylor though. I'm gravy. Yeah. You are representing the nerds in that thing, Garrett. I think so. I didn't want to do it, but they made it. <laughs> hey, you know what? They the said they're thing. a sponsor. You got to do it. I said, I don't know what's happening in this. Hey, you know what's great? Do it anyway. I'm going to tell you a secret, Garrett. When you're the host, you just dump it on everybody else. So yeah, um, that's what I did to those guys. I was like, I don't have time for no, this. It, it really it. wasn't a dumping because we actually really have fun with it. Other yeah. than Chef dying yeah. halfway through it. it was yeah, I, I, I loved. So long. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I had to go to bed, man. It, it was, was like the 10th round. Kyle, Kyle Yates beats out after like six rounds. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Kyle Yates for fantasy pros. We're texting back and forth. He's like, "Nah, I ain't doing this anymore. I'm out." Uh, Brother Ross, he has a question. Flex Gurley, Godert, which I mean, I guess means Goddard or Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Yeah, Mike you know Davis. he's he's gonna get those running back touches for sure. Eight receptions in the second half. Stupid. Yeah. Garrett, do you think Curtis Samuel gets any run? at the Panthers running back position this week. What do you think? Yeah, but not enough for it to be like Fancy actually rolling. like like LaVisca type. Like three yeah. or four carries. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And for the record, as much as I don't like Gurley, I think I would still Gurley personally. Okay. Um, so Nate, moving on, do you have a Devi update for us this week? I do. I do. I have a uh, Devi player of the week. That's my new thing as head of Devi here at Dynasty Re- Rewind. And I'd like to take a minute and say he's the only department head that we have at the Dynasty Rewind. So <laughs> that's not true. I'm the I'm the department of uh, greasy takes. So. Yeah, yeah, department of shitty internet. I don't want to hear it from you. <laughs> hey, so. First of all, it's working now. Okay, I had to update my. Computer. It is. 
is good. Man and I are uh, co-heads of the Department of Sports Betting. Right. I didn't know that was. Why a you thing? gotta bring that up, Nate? God, that hurts. Seven thousand dollars. All oh. right, Porkman, go lick your wounds. Nate, what is your update? All right, so I got my Debbie Player of the Week. It is a guy that I actually talked about in uh, an upcoming breakout candidate Dynasty Nerds article for Debbie. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback out of UCF. I was big on him this offseason. And what did he do in the first game of the year against Georgia Tech, who's not a bad team? He threw for 417 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, uh, had a rating of 178.6 in college, which like college quarterback rating is ridiculous really high mm-hmm. i don't even get it um but yeah 66 percentage completion rate i mean the guy just balled out he had a great year last year he was a true freshman put into the starting spot after uh i think milton mckenzie garrett if you uh who's the quarterback that got injured for ucf last offseason milton or something like that i honestly don't remember that's a good question yeah but uh he was so dylan gabriel was a true freshman supposed to be the backup uh, Sarter got injured. He got thrust into the role and did nothing but just dominate. Last year's a true freshman. He threw for 3,600 yards, 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions with a 60% completion rate in college. Uh, just incredible true freshman rates. So he's taken that step up this year. Uh, looks great so far. Coaches said he's been working a lot on reading the defense, learning how to, uh, you know, audible. So really taking the next step as a quarterback and, uh, he's he's really great. He's like six foot, so he's got like Kyler Murray vibes to him, even though he doesn't run as much. Um, he's Hawaiian. He broke all of Tua and um, Mariota's records in high school, so he's got the pedigree. I'm excited. You, he says that UCF's the best team in Florida for college football. I don't know about that, but uh, he's really good. Yeah, I don't know. That That's a tough one. Um, hey, question for the Debbie guys here. Uh, Big 10, Pac-12 playing um how you guys feeling about that we excited hey more importantly mountain west conference is playing boise state oh, yeah baby. That, that blue field I love that that's more important <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm excited i get to watch penn state this fall you know i was kind of sad that they were going to bow out not by their choice but um glad they're coming back for sure. It's going to be weird, obviously, with the way the schedule set up all conference and only what eight games with the championship, the ninth game. So, yeah, it's going to be weird. Hurts. But yeah, we uh, we had Rondell Moore opt back in. So, a guy that we expect oh, to be did. one of the top wide receivers in the draft this coming year. So, that'll be interesting. And there's a rumor that that uh, Bateman wants to try to come back as well. The hard part for him is he's already signed an agent. So, technically, once you do that, you really can't. So, they're trying to figure out a workaround for that. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see how that ends up playing out. And word on the street is that uh, James Franklin's trying to get Micah Parsons to come back. But I think I get, he also signed an agent, too. He did. But I heard uh, it was on Dynasty Tools, actually. Brian Shkocis, check him out um, on Twitter at uh, Dynasty Tools. I think it's just the Twitter handle. But he was saying that this might be the year where the NCAA is kind of forgiving with waivers. Right. So mm-hmm. maybe if Micah Parsons... Um, it comes back that'd be great and yes brother oz penn state does play football it's the nittany lions <laughs> ever heard of it uh it, also fun fact in uh when there's a game day in penn state that makes beaver stadium the third largest city in pennsylvania because there's so many people there so wow. fun fact 
for everybody. Yeah, no, that's, that sounds like a useless fact to me. That's because there's nothing in Pennsylvania outside of Pittsburgh yeah. and Pennsylvania. <laughs> Philadelphia. Philly. Yeah. Exactly. So they, Pennsylvania is basically what they say is uh, Pittsburgh on one side, Philadelphia on the next, and Alabama in between. And that's uh, pretty much uh, Pennsylvania. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. There's not much going on here. So to be honest with you. So I just um, hope these I just hope these new guys, the the big name guys in college don't get hurt. That, that yeah. would just suck. Especially the ones that opted back in to play. Mm-hmm. They would just lose a, a ton of money going into the league. I just wish they would just stay out and you know do their thing. But you know, they want to play for their team. I understand. Well, Interesting to see how that all pans out. So, all right, Porkman, we already got to your greasy take of the week, and that is, again, Nick Mullins is going to be a quarterback one versus the Giants. So um, hopefully that all pans out. So, and yes, um, Brother Oz, Nazareth, Egypt, Bethlehem. Um, Also, if you're from the Lehigh Valley, it's pronounced Bethlehem um, and Bath. Nobody gives a fuck about Bath, dude. That is I know the name Bath is clean, but that place is a. <laughs> I drive through there and I feel like I need to take a shower afterwards. I said it. Come at me, Bath. I'm from Northampton. I don't care. Um, all right. So it's it's a rivalry. It's the stupidest rivalry ever. People from Northampton hate people from Bath. People from Bath hate people from Northampton. And outside of that, nobody really cares because it's just stupid. It's too depressed. Pennsylvania. Slate belt coal region hey, towns. Whoever, whoever posts no the Philly, can. just just send me a DM. I'll meet up with you. We can chill out. Yeah, I'm only where an is. hour and a half away. Yeah, I'll drive to Philly. There's way more to do down there. So, like, but um, oh, that was, we got to do that again, pork man. That was awesome. Yeah, um, just let me know. I'll be available. Yeah, if I ever, if my wife could stop planning every waking moment for me on a weekend, I'd love to do that. So, but hey, um, besides that. Um, Garrett, thank you again so much for dropping by. Just kind of last minute, unexpected. That's what we love about you. Um, just found an opportunity to hang out with us again, and you did. So definitely love that. So of course, uh, it's been too long, my man. Seriously. But hey, um, that's why I had to stop in. I uh, I felt I felt the tug, the tug on my heart. <laughs> that's so right. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, we're about to tug on your heart a little bit more. Chef, what do you have for us this evening? You know, I, th- I thought about this. If Garrett has a verse that is just strolling through his head, he's more than welcome to take this one. If not, I do have one, but I'll, I'll leave it up to Garrett. If Garrett has, well, one, I don't know that I've ever actually gotten to hear you do yours. Well, so, if, you listen, if you ever listen to the show, bud, you would uh, hear it every week. <laughs> That's true, but, but I'm here. I'm here in person. This is it's a, it's a different vibe. Okay. All right. So this one's going to be in James 1, 19. I might have already said this one, but it's one that I really do enjoy and I really do think that is very important, uh, especially uh, just as a human being treating others the right way. And so here it is. James 1, 19. It says, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Uh, so I know when I get angry and I get frustrated at work or at a different environment, it is so hard to bite my tongue. Um, but that's what you got to do. If you're angry, nothing's gonna good or nothing is good is gonna come out of your mouth whenever you're angry. You need to sit there, t- 
take a 10 count, man, take a 10 second break and then put it all together then and speak in the right manner to somebody. I know I don't appreciate when somebody comes yelling at me. Uh, so I try not to do that my best to try to give them the most respect that I can. Uh, so just giving people the respect that they deserve and being slow to anger. It's tough. I, I get angry at these little kids. They turn their computers off when I put it on the right freaking thing to do. And so I have to take a step back and just say, hey, I'm here for the right reason. God put me in this position. Let's slow down how we're thinking here and let's take a 10 second little break. So uh, that's my verse for the night. Uh, I think it's very important too. Uh, we're listening. Listening is a very big key. You have two ears and one mouth for a reason, boys and girls. So uh, let's make sure we're doing those things uh, as we treat others the right way. Yeah. Chef, thank you very much. That's good. Uh, sometimes I have a problem with biting my tongue. I'm sure, you all know <laughs> that. Bite at times. Tongue, right? He wants yeah. to fight every single NFL player, I think. In that, uh, so. <laughs> really wouldn't work out for well, My tongue's yeah. rough, but when I bite my inside of my cheek, that's the worst. Yeah, so that yeah, doesn't work yeah. out for yeah, me. Yeah, I hate it because then you just bite it again. And it's so yeah. bad. Yeah, and then you kind of chew on it. So, no. um, also, Scotty <laughs> Lou says. More intern Sean, please. Um, you're the only person that's ever said that, so it's not going to happen. Uh, no, we we do love Sean, and Sean is uh, away for the weekend, spending time with his family. So Sean is a great guy. You can follow him on Twitter at Rewind Intern. We call him our intern, but he just he's a guy that we love. He hangs out with us. He helps us out with stuff. So Sean, missed you in the comments tonight, but thank you for everything that you do for us. Really, sure. you help streamline the show. Like Sean does a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you guys don't see or hear. Sean, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Um, before we head out, you got like six days left to pre-order those hoodies. October 1st, that first order goes in. If we have more people that want one, obviously we could do another order, but there is a minimum that I have to order. So I can't order one hoodie, people. $35 shipped to the continental United States. If it's outside of that, I'll work with you. If you've ever ordered anything from us, you know that I'll gladly work with you on shipping. Mm -hmm. I want to hook you guys up. Thank you to everybody abroad that supports Dynasty Rewind. I've sent, I've sent it to England, Ireland, Canada. That's like three different countries right there. Um, fantastic geography. <laughs> Off the charts. So thank you to everybody. Um, Garrett, thank you again for stopping by. Always great having you here. So Absolutely. tell us again, where can we find you on Twitter and uh, what else you got going on just to remind everybody of what you're doing? Yeah, you can find me uh, at Dynasty Price on Twitter. And all of my all of my stuff is with the Dynasty Nerds. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff going on. We're adding new uh college videos as we speak so uh some of them are, are the broadcast view some of them are all 22 view so all of that kind of stuff to help you get ready for your rookie drafts we got some time but it's it never hurts to get in on it ahead of time all of the all of the dynasty gm stuff we have going up uh it's it's, it's a really awesome tool if you just want to try it for three days you can try it for three days for free won't we're not taking your credit card we're not taking anything like that you can just just go in there and try it so uh, and then all of our articles that are posted by all of our writers, Nate's one of our writers, they're, they're free. They don't cost you anything. You can just read all the, all the articles. So that's it. All right. Well, Garrett, thank you again for stopping by. Like I said before, you're welcome anytime. Of course, you know that. Um, and since he mentioned Nate, Nate, where can we find you on Twitter? 
Yeah, so you can find me at Nate NFL, and as Garrett said, I'm a writer at Dynasty Nerds, and I have a weekly stock report coming out every Thursday morning. So perfect, and I, I guarantee you, if you follow Nate on Twitter, his takes are not as generic as his Twitter handle. Um, Chef, <laughs> where can we find you on Twitter? Yeah, you can find me at Chef Boyardee, Boy with an I. Also, if you guys want those Pork Man uh, shirts, let me know. A thousand dollars might be coming out with one soon. You never know. <laughs> Uh, but also, also check me out at the Dynasty Vipers, Perfect. a new article coming out pretty soon. So definitely excited about it. Yeah, check check Chev out everything he's doing and uh, just Venmo him a thousand bucks. Just do it. You won't regret it um, because of this man right here, Porkman. Where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at FFPorkman. And I'm, right. I'm so glad to have uh, Garrett back today. I've yep. always told him he's part of my motivation of being a podcast analyst. So. I, I really enjoy that. Um, I should be having an article coming out on Big Guy Fantasy Sports, or once we, um, you know, once we launch our stuff soon, maybe sometime next year, I might be having some uh, regular articles coming out then. Yeah, that's going to be so. We uh, we do have something big coming up that's going to be after the Super Bowl. So stay tuned, as I'm sure you will. And uh, the Big Guy Fantasy Sports that Porkman mentioned that's affiliated with Bob Long, our first ever guest on the Dynasty Rewind, great friend of the show. He also does the Canton Fantasy Football Expo, which unfortunately was canceled this year due to COVID, but apparently it is planned for next year. So um, until then, if you are so inclined, you can follow me on Twitter at DanBauer85, which 1,500 of you do. I don't know why. I don't really post anything of reason on there. I prefer if you follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. But if you do follow me, head over to my DMs. You could order a shirt. You could order stickers. You could order a hoodie. Anything that you want. Please subscribe, rate, and review. And until next time, everybody, be kind. Please rewind. Thank you for watching. And most importantly, thank you for listening, everybody. Order those Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, be kind. Please rewind. <laughs>